Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna, Holy Wednesday Night, Married at First Sight. Here we are, Mary, my mare bear, and me. We're talking about Married at First Sight again. And, uh, you know, this was a good episode, actually. Uh, I feel like a lot happened. That, yes. Yeah, yes. Um, which yeah. we'll get into. Um Mary, I just Pia. just saw you in person, and now I just see I'm seeing you again because you were just here in LA. If any of you followed along on our Instagram, we had a nice time. Yeah, we did, and I can. I mean, I know that maybe some listeners might not be able to hear it in your voice, but I can see it in your eyes—the longing that I was still there, and we were doing this in person. But it's okay; I'll be there again very soon. You will so be back. Don't you soon. fret. We still got a couple's couch to do. We got all kinds of fun to have. Um, guys, thank you for being here. Uh, you know that we, after we're done here, we go over to Patreon and we keep talking. If you would like to join us over there, um, you know, just helps us. Uh, well, it's fun and it helps us. So it's uh, Patreon and we do bonus material uh, after we finish this entire full podcast here. And then you get Sunday episodes there too. You get all, so two episodes a week for $7 a month. So it's a good, you know, it's all right. It's fun. It's all right. Yeah. We have, it helps us get out of bed. Yeah. And not do stuff for free <laughs> entirely because we're grown ladies with bills. Yeah. But yeah. Thank you for your support. If you can join us over there, because we do keep going. We do. And uh, we always think of more to say. Don't worry about that. And then um, if you're on our Instagram, are you my podcast? If you're on our Facebook group, if you're not, you should join it. Are you my podcast? There's always a lively, lively thread. Um and keep up with us on our own socials when so you can know when we're performing. I think we're, I'm having, I took a couple of weeks off this for April's because I was traveling so much, but I'm sure that'll change. Um, Sarah Colonna one on Instagram. What are you, Mayor Bear? At Mary Radzinski, just like it sounds. And uh, very phonetic. I think rad, like the 80s, zin, like the high end wine and ski, <laughs> like skis. You got it all there. Uh, all right, let's just launch into it because this is episode 14. Um we're getting down, we're getting down there. Uh, let's talk with let's talk about Nicole and Chris first. What do you think? Let's talk bidets, Sarah. Let's talk Nicole and Chris and bidets. Um I have to be honest, I I never hear the the term fresh tushy again. I, it will be too soon. I knew that that was going to bother you. It was bothering me. I knew it was going to bother you. I don't, I mean, they were kind, they're as cute as a couple could be when talking about that. And when, you know, she was mm -hmm. giggling, he makes her giggle. They were, you know, she said sometimes they get unexpectedly intimate. So it's nice to have a clean tushy. I think you should make sure your tushy is clean at all times, even if you don't have a bidet. But what well, do I know? It, it, it. I was going to say the same thing. And I think just 
it shows the vulnerability of the people on this show. I mean, we watched Chris lose his asshole virginity on camera <laughs> with that bidet. And I mean, good for him, you know, to just sort of be willing to let a camera guy be in there um, <laughs> or girl, a camera person. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, they really aren't holding back. And I'd like to say thank you. Yeah. Good for them. Um, I, you know, they, they had some fun with it. I personally, if I had a bidet, it would be in a secret bathroom with like a locked cellar door and my husband would never know about it. And I know that that's not, uh, you know, necessarily healthy. I just don't have a good relationship with bum bums and, uh, and intimacy. I don't like to talk about it. I don't like any of that. So, um, or I would just put one on. You know what I would do? Actually, I, I I would put one on my toilet, and then I would never. We would just never talk about it. He would just be like, "Well, okay, right, that's there," and he would. That's know. exactly. Yeah, you wouldn't be like, "Hey, would you stand with your ear to the door and hear it shoot up all my orifices and be yelp?" I mean, no, I'm kidding. It was nice. It was a nice thing. I do think. I do think clean tushies are important. They are. I just said that right now, and it just made mine clench up <laughs> to the point of a Charlie horse. But moving along, it was a nice activity. I'm glad that they're keeping keeping their buttholes fresh for each other. <laughs> well, you know what they're doing? Um, they're chasing what? out destiny. Chasing <laughs> out destiny. That was Sarah. That was the lead was up to that- the bidet, which I felt. To the bidet? Yeah. Oh, boy. I, like, I don't think that was your destiny you were chasing out there, but okay. <laughs> God. Oh. I, I, wow. It's like some, whoever was picking the songs uh, might have been out for a smoke break with that one. I don't know if it matches <laughs> quite as well as it could. Yeah. Um, well, you know, Pia, here comes Pia, right? Um, mm-hmm. Pia, we haven't seen, I don't think, since la- last season, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't think so either. I know I know that everything, one season bleeds into the next for us. But um, yeah, I think this might have been the first time. She always makes it kind of fun, obviously, because it has to do with physical intimacy. But I like her. She grills them. Yeah, she does grill them. Um, and she, you know, and she'll be like, stop, don't do that. You know, what she did with Nicole. I, I was a little confused because they were talking about a lot about trust and sex feeling good because they don't have shame attached and all the things and all the issues that um, Nicole says are coming up for her now that she didn't realize that she had. Right. Which, um, you know, we talked about this a little bit last week. I don't, I, I, I don't know what that means for them necessarily. If she's like facing all this stuff now that's coming up for her. I don't know. Does that mean they're going to go through it together? I mean, he seems to be a will- willing partner to to support her and listen and all those things. So I don't know. I just I felt bad for her when she got upset and when, and I liked that Pia said exactly what you and I said last week. Like, stop self deprecating. You're not quit saying that you're fucked up, right? Like, right. Don't right. talk about yourself like that. It does. It's going to wear. It wears on you and it wears on. Uh, your husband and I think people around you. And again, as someone who has a self-deprecating sense of humor herself and has had to learn to sometimes not 
take something that's going well and make a negative joke because I tend to do that. So this I am relating to her in this way. Um, yeah, you know, so yeah. I can see that I can see those those things, and I. Um, so I don't know. I, I hopefully they'll be able to work through it. But sorry, I just want one thing that threw me off was that um, when Chris said that he. <laughs> about when they talked about sex that he was like, I've been in relationships where that's all they wanted. Just fuck me kind of, you know, and <laughs> he, but then all I could remember was him talking about his last girlfriend who like they only had sex twice yes. or something in like a couple years. Right. Yes. That was exactly what I thought. I'm like, well, it wasn't the one that you went on vacation with who didn't know you were there. Um, so yeah, I was a little confused with that too. Uh, when he was saying that, he had been used merely as a boy toy <laughs> in a previous relationship. It's just one, I guess. Yeah, we hadn't heard about yet. But yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm glad. Look, they have. I, I'm sexually. Uh, these two are. They're not going to have a problem. They, they're no, they're no. open with their communication. They're both saying that they like it. He said he just wants to make sure she's happy, and she goes, "Oh, I know you do." And I thought, "Ooh, someone, <laughs> someone's having a big O each time, right? That's good." <laughs> <laughs> they're letting on. Yeah, they're definitely making it known that that's what's happening or they want to be what's happening. You know, not in again. We talked again. We talked a little bit about Nicole and some of these things that are coming up last week. And she did what, like you said, she mentioned to Pia about she actually referred to it as hate sex, something that she experienced in a past relationship. And I, I wonder, to your point, if maybe I know they're talking about physical intimacy and stuff, but maybe these are things that would be better suited in like a one-on-one therapy thing with Nicole, because to your point, I didn't necessarily see how it involved Chris or was in the now, because it sounds like their sex life is great yeah, and healthy and she feels desired. And like Pia's takeaway was basically like, well, are you getting enough foreplay or, and Nicole's like, well, maybe I could use more, which who, I mean, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people, I, I would they say both that got a little bit on the bidet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I'd have to take a knee after the bidet and then have a little time in between. Um, but, uh, but Pia asked her, she's like, are you being a people pleaser by foregoing foreplay? And I thought that was a quick, draw from Pia. I don't think Nicole said that she's foregoing foreplay, just that, yeah, if there's an option for more, I'll take it. Yeah. It might be that Pia can sort of read those things. That's her job. Um, I think that because I thought that was interesting too, but I do think it's almost like I'm not discounting her expertise, but it's kind of like going to a psychic and them being like, did you have a dad? And they're like, well, you're like, well, yeah, we all did. Right. So <laughs> Like most yes. people probably could do a little more <laughs> foreplay if you bring it up. Most people could probably, yeah. you know, uh, my yeah. husband and I, sometimes we just get right to it because, you know, we're excited and I, I guess sure. we could, I'm sure he'd like it if he woke up with my head in his lap, but you know, it doesn't always happen. Sure. Sometimes I just, <laughs> I just say, get on top and let's get this, let's get this thing going. So, um, <laughs> I, I do oh. feel like it's a, it's probably an easy guess to assume that there could be more foreplay, in, but also it did see, I, I also wondered if, because Pia was so quick with that, 
I wondered if Nicole had slipped a, a note under her door, <laughs> letting her know to ask <laughs> about foreplay so that she could oh, kind of bring it up in front of Chris. Oh my God. Yeah. She just left a post-it note trail <laughs> up to the door for Pia to, to get them as she came on the other side of the door. Like, please ask about foreplay. Yeah. We know that she does Love this with the other Nicole. couples. So why wouldn't she do it with yes. the experts? Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, I, Hey, I think it's great. I know, you know, Nicole gets emotional when Pia asks what it's like knowing that Chris is a safe space. And she's, I think she's dealing with a lot. This is a short amount of time to learn a lot about yourself and then also share it to strangers, your stranger husband and stranger experts and a film crew. I mean, I would also probably be emotional. I, she, I feel like she put the Nicole put the kibosh on the treasure chest of intimate toys and props right off the bat. She did, you know, a lot of they made a lot of jokes about it. So I don't know if it's because that makes them uncomfortable or that's just their senses of humor or whatever. Um, but to your point about stuff that should should be worked on, perhaps on her own as well as whatever they need to do during this process, is she did say she said herself. She said. Um, they kind of tossed all the things aside and she basically said, I need to work on some mental things before we start enhancing the sex stuff. And he said, okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm open to that. Whatever. So that made it seem like it was things she wants to work on for her, not necessarily anything that they are having a connection issue with. So I don't know, maybe she's adding in some more therapy, which obviously we always encourage. Um, people to do. Everyone does, you know, if it's, if you need it, yeah. go get it. I don't know. I just I'm raising my hand over here, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I hope, I, I think, look, I think he seems supportive. She seems very aware of, of what she is coming up for her and what it means. I'm sure she's talking more to experts, friends, whoever it is she needs to. So I, I mean, they seem fine. These two, they're going to be fine. Yeah. No, I think so too. I think it's just, you know, we've just got the microscope out at whatever week we're in, you know, like looking for signs, but they're absolutely the only one that I have even a remote possibility. <laughs> well, maybe one other, but I can't, I'm, I know I'm going to get hurt. I do think it's Who, sort Clinton of funny Hank? how, <laughs> yeah, Clinton, <laughs> Clinton Hank are going to ride off into the sunset on the dang. Um, I, I thought it was funny at the end, though, with the with the sex toys and stuff that Nicole managed to almost do one of those like questions again. Like, you know, do you love me? Would you say yes? If she just was like, well, I mean, if we were talking about our sex life based on our or if we were if it was decision day and I had to say yes about based on our current sex life, I'd say yes right now. If it was decision day and kind of like giving him the eye, like, would you? Wouldn't you? You know, wouldn't you? Like, wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't you? Wouldn't you like, say you're happy you, with you this know whole I mean? shebang? Yeah. Yeah, um, this this fresh tushy right here <laughs> up in the air. I'm presenting. Yeah, this one. she's always kind of making sure uh, that he is on board. <laughs> um, who do you want to talk about next? Because that was kind of it for them. Uh, it really was. Let's talk about for funsies. Let's talk about uh, Jasmine and Eris. Okay. Well, 
she she started off the way we knew she was going to start off this this week after seeing her last week, saying she's not sure about her headspace. Yeah. She's been open and optimistic, but she's putting up guards. Remember last week she was clenching a a wine glass uh, real hard, mm. and this week she had a breakdown, which I hated to see. Um, I know, but we I think we all kind of knew it was coming, and so Pia visited them, and. They didn't, there was no sex talk, as Eris said to the guys, because they're not having sex. And so there was no point in even sort of broaching intimacy because their problems are bigger (laughs) than that. Bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when she asked Jasmine about her needs being met and Jasmine said, well, no, because I'm not getting any physical truck touch because he's not attracted to me, which I hate when she says that, but I know it's because he's beaten that into her head. But I just hate when she says it because it feels like it feels every time that it makes him think that she's so into him. And again, I don't think that she is anymore. I just think she's at this point like, I know there's nothing going on. There's no, I'm not opening up to him because he's, he's made me feel like shit. I'm not, we're not getting physical because he doesn't want to touch me. Now we don't even hug when I come home. And then Eris is like, yeah, now it, now I feel like if I go hug her, it's weird because we haven't hugged for so long. I'm like, this, this is a fucking hot mess. I, it is such an, it's such a nightmare. And it's just, it's just words and just circling, circling back and forth. I, I liked how Jasmine though was just very much like, yeah, he friend zoned me on the honeymoon. And that's why we're here. And, you know, Eris is like, we're not really having earth shattering conversations. (laughs) And it comes out, though. And I think, you know, Pia is good at asking the right questions. And she's like, yeah, is it Jasmine? Are you holding back offering up new conversation probably because of the way you feel? And she says, yeah, I feel like he's absolutely going through the motions and asking these questions because he's supposed to not because he wants to and right. that explains to me her responses of just being like all right next you yeah know? Cause because at first, again, she doesn't feel like he genuinely gives a shit yeah because at first when she said no no i'm not i'm forthcoming i'm not holding back but then po was you know she probably seen some tapes and thought mm, that's not quite true and then we hit the nail on the head of of why she's and i could see where it could feel like that she, she i mean I think you said this before. Eris seems very rule bound. So he's all in on the, on the, when the experts say do this, he's like, we're going to do this, but you got to put a little something behind it, something personal behind it. So if she feels, even if we see that we feel he's opening up and, and, and telling her hard things, if she doesn't feel that his questions or, or, or interest in anything about her is genuine, I mean, what can she do? I was, I wanted to jump through the television and put them both in the, like my elbow crux, like give them noogies. When she calls him out, when Jasmine calls him out about him not really wanting to ask her the questions and Pia goes, um, P.S. Eris, how did that make you feel? And he said, he, he's like, I love it. You could all, it's like if he had sweatpants on, we'd probably see a boner. You could tell that because Jasmine got sort of riled up a little bit, Eris liked it. And it's not, I just think 
Jasmine is that person. She is somebody to be spicy and snappy and give banter back, but not with somebody who has just completely, uh, you know, let her know from the get go they have no interest in her physically, you know? And I feel like she's being a shell of herself. But if she had never learned that from him and he hadn't said that right off the bat, I feel like they would be having sex all the time. Yeah. I mean, it was funny when she when basically and Jasmine kind of giggled like, oh, okay, okay. Of course, this is what he wants to be called out. He likes being put in his place. But um, I, I also, yeah, to your point, I mean, I don't know. I'm not quite sure that she's someone who's going to, she doesn't want to necessarily have to walk around calling someone out either. I mean, that doesn't sound fun. (laughs) Well, true, true. But I guess what I mean is I feel like she has had to feel as though she has to put her best foot forward and just be somebody agreeable and sort of going along with stuff in order to make him like her. Cause from the beginning is like, I'm not India. So she's like, well, shit, how do I, you know, it, it just, she can't be herself. I, at least that's how I would be. Right. I think until I, you know, incredible halt and like ripped pictures off a wall and ruined a room and had to go spend the night in jail or something. But I say to that, I say, go be your, like, if this, ha- it hasn't been working, like go be yourself. Just fucking call him out all day. If that's what she would do. But I don't really think that's her personality either. But right. you know, just who, who like, I want her to stop. It's, I know this, this is way easier said than done. And I'm just, a, you know, an asshole with the podcast watching the show. So I get it. that This advice <laughs> would be hard to take, but I wish that she would just be like, Stop, stop fucking caring about anything that he thinks about her at this point. Just, you know, talk about what you want to talk about. If you think his questions are lame, be like that fucking ask me something that you want to ask me instead of something out of a fucking jar. Ask like do whatever, like just stop worrying about how he feels about you because that it's really taken her down to so much that I, I, I wish that there was a way for her to dig out of that. I mean, she's, she's getting there and she's definitely getting towards some kind of breaking point, but I don't know, you know, exactly what it's going to be. Well, and that's one of those things too. My hope is that if the experts, even maybe with like some things we talked about with Nicole, I hope Jasmine's having some one-on-one time, even a zoom with Pia or Pepper or Cal that's saying some of these things to her. Like we see the tapes girl. Don't, you know, don't, take away your self-worth based on how he's treating you and things he's saying. But yeah, well, cause even, oh, even know. then later when they were um, cooking dinner and, and there was some ad placement in there, I saw, and they um, made their dinner. They, that they, they, she found out after he talked to her sister that the only reason he clapped when she walk down the aisle or whatever on the yes. wedding day was because Cal told her to. And so she said, so you basically started by lying to your wife. And he said, no, I mean, I wanted to be a husband and calm you down and have a get you whatever. And anyway, it doesn't, <laughs> it didn't feel good this- for her to find that out. And I don't know why he had to tell anyone that story. This is like I say all the time, even Mark, like my Mark, 
I don't need to hear every little granular truth that you're thinking when it comes to me, just so you feel like you are a boy scout and you're to keep some of it on the inside. Some like that did not need to be said to her sister, to anybody. And I hope Kale smacks him up backside of the head and is like, why the fuck would you <laughs> repeat call that. us out like that? Yeah. Idiot. Because that's supposed to be, I mean, it doesn't, and, and also, and then she takes it to this extreme of it It was a lie, but that's how she's now feeling because, I mean, why did that even have to come up? It could have, he could have been clapping because he's, he, oh, I'm at, a we- I'm at my own wedding, yay. I don't know. Yeah. Like, just who cares why? Just I'm blacking I'm, out. I'm yeah, nervous. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, I, I obviously, she was stuck on feeling that in that moment that he was so excited at her physical appearance and then everything changed. So then when she goes, well, why'd he clap for me then? And he's like, oh, because Kel told me to. Oh my God, Eris, stop talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Zip it. We're done. Done. <sighs> Speaking of done, there wasn't a whole <laughs> lot with them. Um, and also their marriage is probably that's that's what kind of sucks, though, because here we are at this stage in the game. I usually have it's like, oh, what's going to happen? And again, there's 46 more episodes probably. So maybe things will turn around. But I don't like I don't like how I'm feeling. I don't either. I just want one couple that I can send a nice set of attitude sheets to. That's what I want. And I I would gift them to them. If, and if Gina and Clint could make it, I would gift them a, a set of attitude sheets who happens to be one of our sponsors and we love them. I would buy them with our own discount code and send them to them because I am obsessed with these sheets. Mary's obsessed with these sheets. They are made from clean bamboo. They, they feel like silk. They're the most comfortable fabric you'll ever feel. And I absolutely mean that. I'm obsessed with these. They're luxuriously soft, smooth as silk, more breathable than cotton, hypoallergenic. Mary and I both have a set. Mary, Tell the people what you love about Attitude. I love that these wonderful sheets keep me cool. I've harped about it forever. I'm a a sweater, a day sweater, night sweater, not with these sheets. I wake up cool. I wake up rested. They're super buttery. I feel like they're just really gentle. They're gentle on my hair. They're gentle on all skin types. Hypoallergenic. You'll never wake up with irritations from allergens ever again, they are the best. Oh, and the, I'm talking, I am a night sweater and no longer. I sleep so cool now. So of course we have a code. And by the way, this is something that I keep meaning to mention. You can try them 30 nights risk-free and return them, no questions asked. And they never go to waste because this is a, this company is awesome about sustainability, et cetera. So each sheet pillowcase and everything in between is given a second life through their take back and donation programs. So all good. Go try them out. Attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com slash my podcast. And then use code my podcast when you check out for $25 off your betting order. It's a really good deal. I, f- I find that they're very reasonably priced sheets for how comfortable and luxurious they are. Attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E dot com slash my podcast. Code my podcast at checkout. Do it up. Um. You know who also mm-hmm. isn't going to need any sheets? Well, no, they keep we keep seeing the preview for Kirsten and Shaquille, and it does look like he actually says Kirsten and I constantly. There's no 
right? So they're not fooling us. Yeah. These two are going to have. I don't think so. Okay. I think you're right. There's no, there's no tricks. I don't think they're tricking us. Um, we, how did that, how did them zooming make you feel? I, or whatever they, they're, they're, I mean, that, it made me. I wanted to not good. Yeah. I, now I understand why Kirsten doesn't have a nightstand because she doesn't ever need to be on zoom or FaceTime or anyone late at night because <laughs> I, first of all, the two of them, I thought, but I was like, oh, are these two awake? And then yeah, now, and all I could think of was last week when you were talking about how the forehead kisses and the forehead kisses. And when <laughs> she hung up and then called him right back because he didn't blow her a kiss. I was like, what? is going on what is ha- it's i mean sarah and 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 i'm not even sure if she was mad that he didn't blow her a kiss or that he didn't catch the kiss that she <laughs> oh, blew over zoom oh, got, got it it'd be funny if he like oh should it like oh hit me on the forehead right here you got it got it oh you blew it and it hit right in the, the targeted spot where you like to kiss me oh. i wanted i would rather <laughs> i mean i don't i honestly sometimes wonder how production or like the camp film crew the camera doesn't shake with either rage or laughter at some of this shit because i was watching this going i mean good for her she's like no i'm gonna fucking call you back it was one of the toughest convos i've watched i mean he he acted like someone had unplugged the charger from his back I, it was tough it was tough. And yeah, good for her to call him right back and go, you know, Shaquille, I was trying to blow you a kiss and you didn't blow. And he's like, well, I was hanging up. She's like, yeah, you hung up on me. I'm like, no, you guys said goodbye. I mean, I, it just, this isn't, I don't, I don't think that there are, that there, that this should be the focus. I don't think right now, whether or not Shaquille, uh, the kissies. Yeah. Caught Sarah? your, caught your air forehead kiss, um, via zoom is your biggest fucking problem right now. It's not. Okay. So <laughs> I felt the what same if, way that what you if did. He got, what if he got real vulgar with it? He was like, whoop, that one landed on my dick. What do you think about that? You know, and he was like, getting fresh on the Zoom here. You just threw that kiss at my, I don't know what made me say that, but I mean, the silliness of, of blowing Listen, the blowing kisses, it's cute, I guess. I don't know. Sometimes I talk to my godson on Zoom. That's like a cute, like, you know, bye. Yeah. But not, no, no, stop. And if it is something that's super important to you, okay. You know, if if my husband thought that I needed him to blow me kisses on, I don't even, first of all, we only text. We don't even FaceTime and we don't even talk on the phone. We've talked on the, we've spoken on the phone three times in, in, 10 in a decade that we've been together. Okay. So I, I, would you say you and I have spoken on the phone more than me and your, than you and your husband? Have? Yes, we have. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. We, we don't, neither of us are phone people. You've heard it. I get weird, but sometimes there's a mm-hmm. couple of things that you and I have to talk about. We've had to, we, you know, and I just, I don't like John's John on the phone. He doesn't like me on the phone. We just don't like to talk on the phone. Now, I'm no. not saying that's any more normal than than getting pissed off at a missed uh, Zoom kiss blow, but I just 
I don't think that should be the focus for them, I guess. I'm on a rant that's not. I'm just the train's rolling and I don't know what I'm talking well, about. I wanted to sit on a bidet of I hot think- fire after that scene. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to taser my ass hole. Um, I think your point, though, of saying that, and it wasn't a rant, it's it's we're filled with rage. I mean, we have to let it out somewhere. Why not this podcast? Um, is that if that's the focal point, of their conversation, it it sort of confirms there's not a whole lot going on with these two. Like if that's, I think that's the point that you're making. Well, and then when she's talking to Pia and she's complaining that he's not masculine enough, is it more masculine <gasps> for him to be like, oh, got it. <laughs> you know, like, does she want that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> does she want it to see him catch a yeah, Zoom yeah. kiss and plan it on his own face? I, I just, oh, come on. I, that whole, that visit with That's Pia. That's a really good point. Yeah, it was rough. I mean, first of all, we learned that she just wants to see him t- t- move boxes around and and groceries. I mean, she wants, she wants like an assistant <laughs> with a bank account. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's what I want too. If all you're doing, I would give, uh, if, if, as long as it was in some HR you know, violation. I'd have an assistant. I could blow forehead kisses too. If they moved my shit around, carried my groceries, bought me a house in a Mercedes. I mean, that sounds like living the fucking dream. Oh I get God. it. But what the fuck? Wait, I, you were, she does. She just wants it. <laughs> an assistant. I mean, he, listen, I, I understand that we all, and I touched on this a little bit last week, but it's, I understand that we all model in some ways, whether good or bad um, things, what we want or don't want out of a partner sometimes comes from our parents. Correct. Okay. Uh, yeah. And our parents relationship. But I, at this point, and I even Pia said it when, when Shaq re- repeated it, Pia goes, did, does he have that right? Do you want your husband to be like your father. And she said it kind of like, <laughs> hopefully not. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and Kirsten said, no, she wants certain things. Um, I, I don't know. It was, I, I forget what even she said to this, but it was just basically that it, 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 she said, she just wants him to have some traits that her father has. And that's fine. But I don't think that if I constantly told my husband to act like my dad, that it would, I think he'd be like, I'm my own person and I'm going to do my own things. I'm not going to act like your dad. Well, also that he's never met her fucking dad. I mean, that's sort of, you know, it'd be one thing if they had this amazing visit and her dad just took care of everything. She was like, Hey, wish you were a little bit more like him. But I mean, they, even so the whole thing is is crazy to me. And they are so not on the same page. I mean, from the moment Pia walked in, Kirsten's like, Think things are great. And Shaq looked like somebody took his birthday away. And it was, it was so just there's just they're so off. They're not on the same page. No. And one I want to ask you one thing that really confuses me. And it's like, I don't know if Kirsten, it's just she's having a tough time communicating what she means or what she's thinking. But she says over and over, yeah, she wants the characteristics like her dad because she wants Shaq to take the lead with everything because 
of control. So P is sort of like, oh, are you used to controlling everything? Kirsten says, yeah, I don't see Kirsten who's in control. I don't see it hard for her to be out of control. I think she's made it very clear. She literally wants somebody to steer her and point her in a direction and give her a shove. Like, I don't get the feeling that Kirsten's in control of shit other than that salad last week. And even that was on the, you know what I mean? Even that was controlling her a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) A little bit. Yeah. Like, no, I don't. She says. Yeah, I I 100% agree with you. That did throw me off when she talked about I'm used to being in control. I I did not. I don't. I've only seen her sort of want him to do everything. And to me, that would be someone who's, you know, like if you're used to being in control, then it would be more that like I, I'm no, I'm carrying my own groceries. I'm fixing my own this. I'm doing this. I'm doing that because I'm not used to someone helping me like how I was when I first got married because I ha- wasn't used to, you know, I didn't get married till I was 40. So I was like, oh, you're going to do shit for me. And then I was, and then I thought it was amazing, but um, I didn't. Uh, yeah. It, it uh, She doesn't come off that way. Now I, I understand that she said she feels comfortable with him, which is great, she, but she doesn't feel safe and protected. And he's like, are they going to have to rob us? Is someone going to have to take your purse, yeah. your food, not be right at the restaurant for me to flip out before you feel like I'm doing something. So I don't, I'm, I'm, I felt so confused after that. And I feel like that she must, everyone and Shaq must be confused, especially after she basically said, took 45 minutes to, to say yes. After Pia asked if he's masculine, which doesn't feel good. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't think I have a point, which probably wouldn't surprise you or anybody else, but this reminds me of like the opposite of last was it last season with Katina and Elijah Wan when he wanted her to cook or like make dinner have dinner <laughs> you know some of these these yeah a couple seasons uh, ago yeah or yeah I have no idea a couple or but like all these like you know sort of gender stereotype things that when she was going on and on about yeah I just like when he uses his muscles and carries heavy things like part of me wanted to be like I mean if that was switched around to like oh I just want her to have her tits hanging out a little bit with her ass in the air and with a sandwich on a plate for me like it just felt very like that's what you're getting married for Right. I mean, this sounds just ridiculous. Yeah, just hire an escort and, uh, you know, and have them, like you said, you can literally get like a hot guy off a task rabbit to move a box around and then he can leave and your needs are met if that's all you're looking for. Because I don't, I don't know. And I think it's confusing to Shaq. And I'm sure there is more that he can be doing. I mean, I just was confused by, because even Pia said when, when she was like, he makes me feel comfortable and, and, he does all these things. And she said, isn't that, isn't that masculine? And when she said, he's like, I've only seen his kind, genuine, pleasing side. And Pia (laughs) said, isn't that masculine for someone to be treating you in that way? But there's, there's something going on. I would there, I feel like Mm -hmm. there's more to whatever the story is for Kirsten that makes her feel like she needs, I don't know. It's, it's something's amiss. (laughs) And I'm, I'm confused. (laughs) I, I am too. And I'll, I'll be honest. I think Shaq is too, Sarah. I think Shaq's very confused. I, I don't think he knows if he's coming or going half the time with her. And, and he, he said he's tired yeah. of having to prove himself. And 
I mean, we real. It's like the whipped cream never happened. It, that was just a couple of weeks ago. I know. Uh, what a blip on the screen that was. And, a whip on the screen. <laughs> Get it. And then they had to. Um, they did the blindfolding thing too. But but okay. Please tell me you at least heard that lead-in song. It literally. Oh, shit. Okay. It's uh, it. Uh, God, I wish I could remember like the tune, but it was like. Some, do me this way. Hey, I'm trying to think straight. Eight, and then it went wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Like a song. It, it ended with that. I had to rewind it three times. Wow. I was like, did that song say wham, bam? Thank you, ma'am. And um, I said, it's that's it's a, a it's a fine chorus it, if I've ever heard it one. Is. A nice wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. I mean, wrong couple. Wrong couple. Fun song. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah, yeah. When he blindfolded her for that trust exercise, okay. Listen, I understand that it's very awkward to be blindfolded. I've heard, but <laughs> when mm-hmm. Go when on. he blindfolded her, they were standing in in their kitchen. Okay, mm-hmm. and then he just told her to walk forward. Now she knows what's in around there. I mean, she acted like she was about to walk off a fucking cliff. She was so, she, <laughs> she was like, I don't know where I am. And she was like being all careful. I'm like, you're, it's, you're right next to your islands where you were when he just blindfolded you. What is happening? I mean, she exactly, she acted like she was transported poolside and she was afraid to take another step. She acted, have you ever watched those videos where they spin toddlers around, you spin them around and you let them walk? I mean- <laughs> She didn't know what she was. It, that was very funny and cringy to watch. Oh, it really. I got such a kick out of it. I was like, where does she think she is now? But oh. I I, I think that she was. She was they, they talked about control. And now and he was back to it was basically the a, a repetition of the whipped cream scene. They must have been like, well, that went well. Let's try something similar to that again. Um and she was talking about getting hot and bothered. And she said something like, uh, for whatever we're about to be, whatever we're about to do. So maybe that was, I thought maybe this is going to be the night. Oh. But then they started talking again. And it. I doubt it was that night. When they start talking, everything gets soft for everyone. <laughs> it's just, it's, 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 they're doomed. They Less talking and more. He should just like, Pavlovian, like a dog with a whatever bell, a whistle, just do that with the whipped cream. Whenever shit gets weird, just like have a, a canister on hand <laughs> and pull a strawberry out of your pocket. And yeah, I, because that conversation about her not going with him and her saying, Well, you never, you never, she said, Well, you asked me last minute and I had all this stuff planned, but he basically said, no, I told you and I asked you to go. But then when I was packing, you said, la- no, he said, she said last minute, she can't go. She has all this stuff to do. And for that moment, and I felt like she got busted a little bit, maybe on camera. Right. I thought, oh, yeah, she's yeah. trying to say that she wants to be there and be supportive. And he's like, well, I asked you to be and you actually didn't fucking come. And then. Right. She just gets kind of doe-eyed at him and 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 tries to flirt with him and he's not having it. But then on after party, she said that he kind of was like, Well, sure come if you want. 
And and then, but then she also went on to say on After Party that that was an example where he could have been more masculine and more 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 demanding that she come with him. Well, put her is in that the what trunk. you want too? <laughs> Pick her up and yeah, put her in the exactly. Trunk, yeah. Instead of rope, he's got duct tape too and a ball gag, and he tosses her in the. Yeah, I mean, I know I said ball gag, just fun, but you know what I mean. Oh, they're, they're, yeah, it's fun. Someone needs one <laughs> at this point. Um, yeah. They do. Yeah. They do. I mean, so that's that story has some holes in it for me because when he was saying that and she was like, huh, what? I didn't do that. And then and she's like, come on, come on. Kind of like she did with the with the buying the house stuff. I thought maybe she is off camera. She's more dismissive of him or something. But then because he did mention that on after party a couple of weeks ago, something about her being a different off camera, being different. But yeah, but then, yeah. On, but then I see her point. If she's, you know, I don't know who's telling the truth, but she's telling the truth. Then I could see where if he just goes, oh yeah, you you should come if you want. Well, I'd be like, well, fuck you, I'll just stay home then too, probably. If she felt like she invited yeah. herself, is what she said. But it's hard to know. But, I don't know. Yeah. If if I had to pick who I think is telling the truth, I feel like I lean more towards Shaq only because and I'm not calling her a liar, just that her response to people outside of the marriage is always things are great. Yeah, we're killing it over here when that's not the truth. So I don't know if maybe she wants to save face a little bit and just, you know, she's like somebody who just appeases someone. And then when it comes down to it, she's like, nah, I don't want to go. Or, you, you know, you know, what? I, they might both be telling the truth. He might have said, oh, I'd love for you to come. That would be great. And then two days later, she said, well, I'm not coming. And he thought, well, but you said you were. And then she decided it wasn't enough of an invite. So they both both might be right. True. Telling the true. truth. That's true. It could have be yeah. just to, I mean, they're obviously their communication is is rough. But I guess if he would have said, uh, come to Memphis with me while fixing a toilet, she would have been like, oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'll go with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Come to Memphis. You can drive. You can drive the car. I'll just walk along the car slow, carrying all the bags with my shirt off. <laughs> she'd have, she'd have, she'd have been like, what time we leave? What time we leave it? Oh, speaking of leaving, um, <laughs> Gina and Clint, Oh. oh boy, he I'll tell you what. This was another episode where he just just keeps trying. He just pushes along with a big smile. Yes. I mean, Pia visits. How's it been? Good. Our geez. Oh, geez. Our communication is excellent. Geez, oh. gosh. Oh, geez. Yeah. He said, geez, <laughs> you know, gosh. And Gina was like, well, I don't think it's great. I mean, it's a, not for marriage, but I guess from a sten- yeah. friendship standpoint, it's growing. I mean, he, she just, this is going to be part of the problem. This is, this is part of the problem. I am now f- officially blaming Gina for part of this. I'm not blaming her for not being attracted to someone. I'm not blaming. I understand people just aren't attracted to each other. It's not that. But uh, she shits on everything. I mean, yeah, that whole, yeah, uh, they tried to talk about intimacy and she giggled like she was fucking 12. I mean, and she, <laughs> and at one point when, <laughs> when Pia asked if she, she was a good trooper during the feather and the hairbrush and that, okay. She went on with all that stuff. But when Pia, P, I mean, Pia shut her down at one point, she goes, okay, you let him talk. Right. 
peptide. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, collar pull. Mm-hmm. Because when Pia asked about de- desires independent of each other and Clint says, yeah, real quick, Gina seemed to not like that, which I don't understand why she wouldn't because that, uh, I mean. Or she acted like surprised at how quickly he said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when they talked about you know, <laughs> how they obviously are both masturbating was basically what the what the fun conversation yeah, was there. At least I get, or we get the idea Clint is and that Gene is horrified at the thought of he does that in another room now. But um, she just, she actually said, I don't like talking about sex with him. It just grosses me out to think about. I mean, she actually said that grosses me out. I mean. It, or to talk I about. Mean, yeah. To talk about it. Like that. In in yeah, she wasn't really. She was implying talking about it with Clint, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, is what grossed her out. Yeah. It wasn't like she's like, she's, oh, I don't like to talk about sex. She no, was like, she said she's, it's also we're not like that. So yeah. it like grosses it. I mean, she said it with the whole the whole the same face as the gingery the features. gingery feature. Yeah, <laughs> shit sandwich smell. Yeah. Face. Yes. I mean, Ugh. and Clint just. He just, you know, he just looks like, okay, then. Yeah. So what she, I, you know, it just grosses yeah. her out. So what are oh, we going to do here? You what know, can we talk about now? I just, I just go off, do my own rub and tug. And then sometimes we meet up for supper. I mean, he is just honestly, he is trying Sarah and, and well, and then when Pia asks Gina or she's like, okay, you're basically, you guys, you're not watering this sexual plant in your marriage or whatever. How's it going to last? And Gina just literally goes, well, I don't know if it's going to last. And I think he agrees. Like she, she basically said, listen, Pia, we're riding this out till decision day. Okay. I'm Hank. Hopefully Hank doesn't get scarred from watching Clint jerk off all night, (laughs) but we're just trying to get to the end of this road so I can go back to my salon. I mean, I, I, She's done. Oh, so done. I mean, she and and I understand it's like uncomfortable. I, I just think that there's if I was to, if I would give her advice, and not that she would ever listen to me. Um, but if I was to give her advice, I would say, oh, you could just say things like, since we're so friend zoned, sex feels like an awkward conversation. You don't have to go, oh, grass this me out. Yeah, you know, because yes. that doesn't make anyone feel good and. And and then they had the swag conversation and, oh. and and I mean again he takes he's like you don't think I'm swag they call me King Swag like he's joking he's obviously just trying to trying to get over every humiliating thing she <laughs> she says to him oh. with a smile or maybe he just doesn't care maybe he's like I don't care if she thinks I have swag I don't care if it grosses her out that I jerk off to to other gingers all night on my laptop I don't <laughs> I, I don't care. Um, but uh, don't bring a don't bring a black light into the second bedroom, Gina. You're not gonna like what you see. Yeah, <laughs> just really. Yeah, because it just. I mean, she kind of like laughs after every mean thing she says. Like when she was saying, "Oh, I mean, I don't think it will," and she kind of laughs. And then Pia asks Clint, and she's like, "Well, I don't think he thinks it will. I think he agrees." And Pia's <laughs> like, "Okay, well, let let him answer." She was really. Because Gina just, yes. de- I, I, you know, it's okay if I understand it's uncomfortable. But like I said, I just feel like there's a, a a more mature way to handle it than than the way it came out. Because I just felt, I kind of felt sorry for Clint in that situation. 
I did too. And when they sit on the couch later and you could tell his his bruised ego a bit still about the swag comment. And he's like, you don't you don't think I have swag? What and she's like and then she brings up his haircut. And listen, I don't know if you know this, but she owns a salon. What? Okay. She actually cuts hair for a living. Holy in case you have. She should tell us. I know. And she could have mentioned it to Clint, too, if she thought he had this like, you know, homeschool, do it yourself haircut. It could have she could have offered offered up her services because think about that. What if like she was really into it and into making it work? She could have been like, I'm a hairdresser and I want to show you what I can do. Would you let me give you a haircut? Like she could have maybe, you know, she gave him she gave him a nice shape, make him look hot to her do, or something. I but mean, no. do, yeah. Now we find out. And now you could say it in a nice way. Like you just suggested. Yes. Suggest, suggested. But because even even that, he, he you know, he goes, she goes, well, I mean, you, come on, you can't have a nice haircut when you've just been trimming it yourself. And he's like, yeah, true, true. I mean, he just he just agreeable. I want to I, I want him to do the same thing I want Jasmine to do. I want to be like, you know, who like, thinks his haircut swag? The 65 bitches I fucked before I ever met you. That's who. OK, <laughs> so whatever. Like, just just <laughs> I have just been leaving dick all over Nashville and no you're the only problem person that is never going to experience the swag that is Clint Webb what's his last name Webb Webb yes I Webb. I do I'm to the point where I want him to quit I mean he just takes it all so I much know. in stride and I I I just you know the guys he's a fun guy he's obviously you know he's just I mean, he's really trying to get through it. And he even, you know, she even was like, oh, you don't think this is really going to work like a playlist and sense. It's not really going to work. It's not going to make us want to bang. And he's like, hey, she said, don't have a preconceived outcome and let's just have it. Maybe we're going to order a sex chair. And then, you know, made a damn Gina joke after she, I mean, just let the guy, just, just let it have a, just have a positive conversation. She's just, and I understand she's not into him, but I think you can do it in a more. Right. I think I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Fr- like in. And, and, uh, yeah, because it really feels like she's just constantly shitting on him <laughs> and he's constantly opening his mouth wider and wider <laughs> to receive it. And it sucks. It does. It's, you know, we find out Clint has sent some dick pics and th- that doesn't surprise me. No, I bet he makes those silly, too. He said no dick pics. He said he sends nudes, but no dick. And we found out in that conversation that Gina sends uh, nudes to people that she's just kind of gone out with. Not serious. I I mean, I don't care, by the way. Send them to whoever you want. But um, just, you know, keep your face out of it, girls and guys. Exactly. Always keep your face out of it. It's an iCloud and things. Mm -hmm. Hacks. Mm -hmm. Um, But- she, she, he said, she goes like, well, you said dick pics. He's like, no, no, no. And then he was joking about like the different positions. And so who knows? But he said, she's like, just to whoever. And he's like, no, only to people I'm in serious relationship with. Like he kind of got like a little serious. And she said, yeah. oh, well, I just, I've been with guys that I'm it's not that serious and I've sent them nudes. And, you know, so she's kind of like, look, I'm a little more playful and sexual than you think. Just not with you, buddy. Right. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Clint, what is a must for you during sex? Oh, geez. Just for my partner to climax. Oh. That's it. 
Oh, that's that's nice. Hmm. I mean, that's what he said. I know what a generous lover he is. You know, I mean, listen. And listen, she really didn't want to talk about sex because he said, what about a safe word? She's like, I've never needed one. Stop. Get off me. That's my safe word. And he was joking that it's Trace Mm -hmm. Leches. And then once again, when she asked him, he asked her favorite position and she's like, it's too much. And he's like, Trace Leches, Trace Leches, safe word. You don't want to talk about this. He's trying to lighten the mood. And I I just, I understand, I I guess, not wanting to talk about that stuff. You could, but just play along, be like. I don't know. I just like to lay there and climax. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> or don't, yeah. I guess. If you're not comfortable talking about like sex the- with someone, there's I I get it. I mean, I guess she did that one in a playful way, but by that I just felt like she had shit on everything that I just felt bad for Clint. <laughs> I feel like if Gina was ever gonna say yes to Clint in in penetration, it would be her laying on her stomach and from behind so she didn't have to see him and she'd be ordering food delivery while it was happening. That's what I envision for them. Also, did you see the end what they were doing at the end of that scene that when they were supposed to be using those toys, it was very bizarre to me. But at one point I looked and they were just both putting lotion on themselves on their own, (laughs) on their own arms and hands. I don't even think they touched each other once with, with actual flesh. But they it was wrapped up the scene and they were just putting lotion on their own bodies. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Oh, mm-hmm. OK. I uh, girl. Yeah, I did not catch that, but it's really funny. Um, well, mm-hmm. they're not. They're not going no. well. No, um, those no. two. But I <laughs> I felt like it's not a. No, yeah, there's not much more. I mean, they were talking, you know, Jasmine had her breakdown because um, she's over it. Nicole let her know that it's a safe space for her. She can cry. Um, yeah. And I mean. She did. She did cry. Yeah. I mean, she's she she needed a, you know, there was a break. Oh, fuck. Point, yeah. Obviously. And I'm glad she's, she had the girls. To, it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that, you know. She lasted longer than I would have. Yeah, I mean, I would have. I don't think I ever would have come out of that rage room. If I was Jasmine. <laughs> I would. Now, you'd, have, you'd, have come, you'd have been escorted out with handcuffs on because just for your own safety or a straitjacket. That's very true. Um, well, we can. Uh, oh, gosh, we've already been going an hour here, lady. So do you want to. Um, Go on over yeah. to Patreon. And head on over. We'll head on over to Patreon. We'll keep talking. We have some a few more thoughts. We always do. And we'll delve, di- dive, whatever. <laughs> we'll talk more over on Patreon. Uh, we'll um, talk more. Yeah. Join us over there if you can. If not, we will see you next Thursday morning after another exciting episode of Married at First Sight. Who <sighs> oh boy. Bye. Bye. Are you my podcast? 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 podcast?